Welcome to Profitable Powerhouse Properties with the AHI Group. I am Jonathan Cook, and with me, as always, Brian Jenkins. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome Everybody's back. Everybody's having a, uh, a good uh, uh, and safe COVID-19 right. week. COVID-19 so. week. One of the indefinite number of them. and <laughs> They all so, seem to blend together. They all, they all seem. Which and, oh, and speaking of the COVID-19, we have a perfect guest with us today, James Barrett from Tenet Turner. Welcome, James. Welcome, James. How are you, thank sir? you. Thank you. I'm not sure if I like that segue, though. Well, speaking of no. COVID-19, here's James Barrett from He's Tenet Turner. He's in quarantine and everything. <laughs> I'm see. happy and healthy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's a great, no, this is, you are like a perfect guest during this time. We've talked about it. Um, on our Facebook Live event, we discussed kind of the, the new normal, which I'm so tired of hearing. Yeah, and these guys are a rock star in no, the PM world yeah, because of the service they offer. I mean, I, I don't know how many how many property managers were using you guys before March, but if not, every one of them are right now. They've <laughs> lost their minds. Yeah. I, oh my goodness! But okay, so you're with Tenant Turner. How long have you been with Tenant Turner, James? So I'm one of the founders of Tenet Turner. We've been mm -hmm. in existence since, I don't know, 2013, 2014, somewhere around then. So it's been a few years. Okay. Uh, what made you start? To, uh, if, if people don't know who Tenet Turner is, can, I, I, to, to describe you guys, you're a, you're a solution for, for showings, but you also keep track of leads and and yep. you know we do marketing through you guys. Get, explain Tenant Turner in as much of a nutshell. Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself while we're at it, and then tell us why you, you helped found <laughs> Tenant Turner in 2013. Yeah, sure. So, uh, kind of taking it back to the beginning, uh, myself and, and my two co-founders, we were IT consultants. So we we had a background in, in software and and a mind for automation, but we also had uh, a couple investment properties that we self-managed and um, as you guys know uh, the leasing process can be a bit cumbersome there's lots of calls that come in there's lots of emails text messages leads kind of coming from all different angles and no real easy way to, to kind of wrangle them and make sure none of the good ones fall through the cracks so we uh, put our collective minds together and said all right we've got a skill set um, that we can build something we've got a problem um, that we deal with personally let's start you know bringing bringing something together and creating a solution for it and then through actually a local NARPM event in Richmond uh, we got connected uh, with uh, different investors uh, different property managers different companies um, and that started our transition into building a solution for property management companies. Yeah. And that was the beginning of our relationship with, with NARPM, which has been a, a phenomenal one. And we've been NARPM members since 2015. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So we, we've, we've been in there for a while, been to lots of different conferences. We were the NARPM affiliate of the year in 2019. And so we've, we've definitely come a long way within the, the industry. Tell us, tell us a little bit about your current role with NARPM as well. Yeah, that's right. So uh, we, we started a vendor advisory council uh, with NARPM. And the goal there is twofold. One, to allow for vendors such as Tenet Turner. Uh, there's over 200 different vendors that are national affiliates with NARPM. And make sure that you know the Tenet Turners and the other vendors in, in our space, whether it's an insurance company, a maintenance company, a software company, they have a vehicle to connect with NARPM. So if they've okay. got an idea, but they never thought that they could get it in front of the NARPM board, yeah. they can come through our council and, and be heard. And we can hopefully help put that message together in a way that the NARPM groups can, can 
move forward with it if it makes sense. Oh wow, uh, that's and then we also want to awesome. help NARPM grow. You know, that's okay. that's our other other big goal is how can we use our customer list, our prospect list, our resources as vendors, and um, help encourage property management companies to participate in NARPM. Brian, that's like right up your alley. It is. Right. <laughs> uh, now, now, James, I don't know if you've ever listened to our podcast, but if we don't mention NARPM at least a dozen times an episode, I feel that we have not done a job <laughs> of describing yeah. what one of the biggest portions of our business that, that keeps us really kind of thriving right now, for yeah. Pete's sakes. But I mean, like as long as when I was first introduced to NARPM, it was from Brian when I came to AHI. I was like, yep. I've never been a part of any of, and all of our listeners have heard me and Brian both say this a mil, like a million times. But it, it's the as far as an organization like NARPM has ever gone, any trade organization I've ever been a part of, it's the most interactive. It's the most yep. helping. It's the most useful trade organization I've ever been a part of. Period. Yep. I mean, I, I love it. Um, yeah, it's, and, we're, we're in Richmond. You guys are in Birmingham. I, I kind of think of NARPM as like a Richmond or Birmingham type of group. It's, a, it's, it's big enough to be helpful, you know, mm -hmm. much like our cities are, but it's yeah. small enough to be like friendly and yeah. communal and where everybody has everybody's back type thing. So, so I agree with you. I think, I think NARPM's great, you know, <laughs> It's been great to be a member of it. It's been sad not to go to some of the events yeah. that we were oh, supposed right. to have recently, but <laughs> but it's all good. That will that will shake out at some point too. I mean, kind of before we started uh, recording the podcast, we were actually talking about other uh, you know affiliates with NARPM, and we we're, I was just saying names, and of course we all know who they are. And the reason oh, yeah. that we know who they are, well, yeah, we, we're NARPM members together. It's yeah, just, it's just the, the connections just make uh, so much sense, and they all we all become friends with each other. Yeah, so it becomes. Like you said, it's, it's exactly, it's small enough to be friendly. We all know each other. We all yep. hang out. We see each other two or three times a year. And then we talk yep. to each other on Zoom calls. Yeah, I mean, yep. Earlier today, I was just interacting with three other NARPA members, one from Washington State, one from Arizona, and one from here in Alabama, in Tuscaloosa, mm -hmm. and just giving them advice on something they'd ask questions on. And, and oh, yeah. Yep. So it's great. I mean, it's almost a daily conversation. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, like, if, if I don't have some affiliation mm -hmm. with a NARPA member, on a, like I'm Facebook friends with these people now out of Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, connect, the connections have run deep, right? Yeah, oh, they, they, they become Facebook friends. I'll comment silly. I mean, like yep. things that have nothing to do with property management or anything even remotely affiliated with it. It'll just be some goofy little picture of somebody's kid up there. And I'm like, ah, ha, 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 let's say something. <laughs> but I yeah. mean, I, I love the connection. Uh, let's yeah. dive into Tenant Turner a little sure. bit. Can you describe other than just how y'all came to be like what I know the way that we use you guys is, I mean, we, we utilize your, your code boxes on doors to allow, uh, you know, to let tenants in there. Um, and that's one of the big, big key points that I wanted to talk about today is the, the self-showing element that, that mm -hmm. tenant Turner can provide that, that I think is leaps and bounds above anything else that's similar. Uh, it doesn't require the same kind of expense that some other options I've heard have used where you like, yep. well, like take off the door handle and replace it with this thing. And then you got to put this card in there and make sure you have a Wi-Fi connection or something. I'm like, it's not going to work. Um, I mean, for, for vacant properties, that, that's just not always. Yeah. And I think as we dive into it, because I'm a, you know, I'm a property owner too, and I've had some VRBO experiences where I've done the expensive yeah. things. And when they work, they work well, when they go wrong, they go 
very wrong because yeah. of <laughs> uh, it's, it's always at the most inopportune time. So I'd kind of like right. to have us talk about kind of benefits of using your guys' service. You know, it's something we touched upon in an earlier conversation with mm. maybe some concerns that you hear yeah, absolutely. from yeah. those accidental landlords and how to, you know, overcome those basically or, or address those because they, you know, no concern is a bad concern, but there are certainly uh, offsetting points that actually are very valid and, and very much of value. And then talk some real numbers about, you know, we, we all heard how you guys got your start, kind of where you're at now, yeah. you know, whether it's, uh, I guess, six or seven years later. Yeah. So, And I want to talk about more than just the the, the lockbox self-showing stuff, just the yeah. other services that you guys provide that, that even if people have, have seen a tenant turn our lockbox, I mean, yeah. th- I, there's tons of people. We have tenants that have seen it yeah all the kpi side yeah of it. <laughs> oh, yeah i do want to talk about that the the performance part of it and just how, how all that can help not only a property manager because yeah it, it's to us it's you know it's data it's it's ease of use it's we don't have to send someone out there even when yep. it's not COVID 19 craziness <laughs> even when it's just regular regular old normal not new normal uh, <laughs> you know, other than that there's there's also points that from a you know property owner standpoint just the the good points about you guys and how they're receiving reports what that looks like yeah. um but i know the first thing that i wanted to dive into is when it comes to self-showings it's it's always the first um conversation that i have with and it's it's not the big professional investor that ever is worried about it because they look at everything as a, all right, cost benefit analysis. I'm not concerned about it. If that's what you do, that's fine. We've yeah. got insurance to cover anything that can happen, but it's always those, uh, you know, first time investors or those accidental landlords that I was living in this property and you know, it's, I'm going to downsize, but I can't sell it. You know, can I, I just let's yeah. rent it. And it was still like, it was their house. It was yeah. my kids grew up here and all those things that, Every property manager throughout time has had to deal with when it comes to people getting a little bit precious about their properties. I don't, who's, who's in there? Is somebody there? Like, how do you know they're not going to scuff up my floors? (laughs) You're just going to let people into this house? No, Um, not exactly. But uh, uh, let's, let's go ahead and that's the concern. Let's go ahead and address how you guys, um, you know, make sure that we, we are responsible with who we allow into a property. We'll yeah, let you and, go from there. Yeah. And, and so what I'll do, I'll kind of start start from the beginning of the process, talk about some of the different avenues, different companies can take tenant leads through in order to get access to a property and then touch on some of the specific kind of risks or concerns mm-hmm. that we've heard from people and how, you know, Tenant Turner has addressed that for folks. Um, so like you said, Jonathan, you know, Tenant Turner d- does a lot, you know, part of it's the self-showings, but it is a, a tenant lead management and scheduling solution. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a software platform that can market properties to, you know, dozens of different listing sites like Zillow or Hotpads or Zumper or Facebook Marketplace. But then when those leads need to call or text or email, the software kicks in and operates 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It makes sure that if somebody wants to call at 10 p.m., there's a way for them to get a text message and get themselves qualified to give you a property. Um, and that's where all the, you know, the reporting comes from for, for you guys, where you can monitor everything. And then you can also um, generate reports that go directly to the owners on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's good to keep everybody informed, good to keep everything tracked in one place. 
and then for each of the prospective tenants that inquires about a property, there is a qualification process that they have to go through. You know, and that's something that hopefully these these investors or absentee owners, uh, landlords who accidentally stepped into that role can appreciate, you know, if, if they don't want pets at their property in the tenant turner pre-screener, you just say, all right, if you have pets, you're not able to go view it, you know? So ultimate goal is we don't want a million people in every house, you know, we don't, they, the, the owners don't want that. You guys don't want that. We don't want that. We want to make sure we get the, the right people through. So we pre-qualify each one. We also go through and make sure that we have all of the, um, you know, all of the security checks in place. So security checks in regards to uh, phone number, email. Uh, we're also checking dozens of other data points like IP address and uh, device ID, browser version, so many different things that we kind of package up and, and send off to a third party fraud detection tool. So okay. that way we're helping reduce online scams and things of that nature. That's awesome. I didn't, I mean, all, all the, the, the IP address securities, so I did. I didn't even know about. It. I mean, I've seen. I've seen the the reports come in of people, get, you know, going into. It, but I didn't know y'all checked all that. That's oh yeah, pretty impressive. <laughs> well, you guys yeah, alerted on one for us last week. I think it was. Yes, I was telling that us about the guy kept trying to use different names or yeah. yep, you know, phone numbers, and that was tied back to the IP. Yeah, I guess. It was, I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I was halfway tangentially listening to <laughs> Joe tell me, "Hey, this guy's trying to." And I'm like, "Huh? I'm doing a thing. What are we doing? What's happening?" I mean, so I heard yeah. about it, but. But not yep. not I didn't know what was what all how it was being, you know, tracked and, and yeah. secure. That's that's really neat. And and that's and that's where you know where professional property managers can can step in. I think a lot of a lot of landlords they don't even realize how prevalent online scams are and online rental scams. That is that that is an unfortunate reality of our business, whether you're using software or not, you know, a lot of online rental scams started uh, in the heyday of Craigslist um, yeah, and correct. they've continued on through to today. So, you know, it's amazing that, you know, that, and it really hasn't changed at all. No. <laughs> it's still, it's still like purple with uh, like their off gray background. And, um, and, and I, it, it's, it almost looks like one of those old, like, uh, what, what was it? Uh, like Angel City sites, <laughs> like GeoCities. That's right. Yeah. It's it's yep. it's a very old looking website. Absolutely. For it to still I mean, be it, used. It, and they 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 make a lot of money, and they have very <coughs> little overhead, and people yeah, still yes. go to it. And Craig is just cash and checks, and, and scammers he's, are just he's using just it as a platform. Yeah, yeah, he's just right. he's just Craig's just listing things, cash and checks, and scammers are getting away yeah, with things on his website. It, any, anytime you see a property management company's ads, you're going to see their photos or yeah. watermark to start yep. with, oh, and that's a result of exactly that's exactly what, we're what about. That yep. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, we have had we've had tenants start to move into properties. Like, right. I mean, like we, we've had oh, we, our, our first experience was here in Birmingham. and we actually had somebody move from Chicago. Of course, they had their U-Haul truck. They pull up in front of a house that we had marketed probably a year, year and a half prior. It's tenanted. They pull yeah. into the driveway. It's like, hey, there's somebody living in this house. I think I yeah. may have just been scammed by the time yeah. I got a hold of our company. And yeah. of course, they'd sent the money orders to the person and yep. too good to be true, too cheap to be true. And yeah. it was. 
Sure some was. people still still fall for it and and yeah you know, there there is a certain degree of where people are going to be taken advantage but luckily where tenant turner can plug in is you know we can we can run some more thorough checks like we know craigslist isn't going to check either side mm-hmm. of the equation you right. know even sites like zillow and whatnot they, they have a hard time you know preventing scams and stuff like that their marketplaces are so big but then with us kind of injecting ourselves in the middle of it mm-hmm. we can weed people out who have something suspicious about them we we have our own internal blacklist of, of folks. So even if it's not oh, an wow. online scammer uh, who are often in international locations, if it's a, a squatter in Birmingham who's you know going from house to house, but yet they're able to use a smartphone in order to uh, try to schedule appointments and stuff, you, you, those folks can be blacklisted and, and prevented from being able to get access to, to properties. So, so yeah, it's, there, there, there's a lot that goes into it. There's lots of layers of security in order to keep the, the home safe and secure from from people who shouldn't be going uh, and getting access. Let's touch a little bit on the uh, security. Once you do have somebody run through the process to get access, let's, let's kind of jump into that dynamic and and just kind of explain that process a little bit. Uh, I know the, the basic benefits uh, from a, an availability standpoint is you know, gone are the days of listening to your leasing agents, check their calendars on the phone with somebody. It's like, well, maybe I can get you on Monday at two o'clock. I mean, this, yep. this tool just opens it up three, 365 days a year. Yep. Uh, you set your hours and uh, yeah, we have our hours set. That was, yep. that's one of the neat things. Yep. Like we, we, what are we? 8 a.m. to 8, 8 p.m. Yeah, 8 a.m. Yep. to 8 p.m. So one of the good things I like about that is because anybody that you want to be a tenant, they're probably working at the same time that we're here <laughs> in the office. <laughs> Ideally, they're working yep. at the same time we are. That's right. Yeah. So like, like, I mean, how how else were they going to be able to see the properties when when we leave here at five? And not all of us leave here at five, but but when our leasing agents leave at five and they're they're yep. not taking calls, our receptionists isn't taking calls. How are they able to get into these properties? Yep. Boom. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's where a tenant turner can step in. And, and you know, what we see is about 38% of self-showings actually occur after hours or weekends. So that, that's a significant amount of, of the showings that are occurring when, you know, if you'd worked a traditional nine to five, and that's the only time you showed properties that you'd be losing out on. Yeah. You know, and, and in fact, on Saturdays alone, there's 19%. So that makes a lot of sense, right? Like when yeah. you go to when you go to look at a house, it you know, it, it probably isn't Tuesday at two uh, because you've got kids, you've got work, you have other responsibilities. Uh, but Saturdays come around, you hop in the car right. and you go look at different houses in different neighborhoods. And uh, that's where we see a lot of activity. And we have seen where, where you know, we, we have a lot of in-person showings still get scheduled through Tenant Turner as well. It's, you know less within our COVID-19 situation, but in in general, a lot of that's still happening. But with the self-showings, 10% of the self-showings are are occurring on Sundays. So even for property management companies who might show as needed on a Saturday, and they can help cover some of that that need, um, rarely do we see in-person showings occur on a Sunday. Yeah, so that's, absolutely. you know, one out of every 10 showings for self self show is going to be on a Sunday. Oh, so wow. it really does open up the opportunity for people to go when they want to. Um, there's no sick days for the electronic lock boxes. There's no holidays. There's there's no Sundays off. There's no dentist appointments or lunch meetings or anything like that. They can continue to work. And as you guys talked about, um, you can set your times. Most people are, you know, 12 hour windows, eight to eight, yeah. something like that. 
and you can adjust those, you know, so with a lot of our customers, they'll adjust it down to say 6 p.m. or 7 p.m., um, you know, during the uh, periods of the year where it gets darker earlier. So, okay. you know, yeah. so you can you can do what makes you feel comfortable while mm-hmm. still allowing people to go to go view on their own. That's really that's that's pretty neat. Um, yeah. I was thinking when it comes to um, just the the availability of getting those times set or the, the ability to to get those times set. I, I think um, without people knowing how this goes, I think the next concern point they'll have is, well, once they've opened the lockbox, regardless of what time it is, how, well, what happens then? They can just get back in anytime they want to get in. I mean, I, I know that's, that's the, the conversation that I know I've had, as well as <laughs> what, what, what do they do with the key? What, yeah. what happens once they've unlocked the house? Then, then what happens? They came in at eight o'clock. You're letting them get in there at eight o'clock. Now what happens? They're just there. They go to spend the night. <laughs> so hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the reality of it is, you know, there, there's, there, there is going to be some risk with people gaining access to the property. Mm. But, but what we found is, if, if somebody's going to be truly malicious, uh, they're not going to go through the hassle of of using Tenant Turner. And yeah. They're not going to go to AHI's website and try to conveniently schedule an appointment through their scheduling software yeah. and upload their ID and answer some pre qualification <laughs> questions. If you're a truly yeah. malicious person, you're you're not going to hassle yourself with that. You'll yeah. you'll open a window. You'll you'll put a brick through the glass. You know, you'll do what you need to do to to get in there. But it's it's probably not going to be using the software and we've also found too like as people get invested in the process they they know they're being monitored mm-hmm. uh you know to monitor to a certain extent whenever somebody arrives at a rental tenant turner knows to the minute when they got there we mm-hmm. log it in your reports we email you to let you know that they're there and with that 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 creates a situation where um if you needed to track somebody down because they accidentally didn't put the key back or, you know, they left the light on, you know, things can happen in that regard. But for the most part, it's, it's honest mistakes, easily corrected. Mm -hmm. And it's a one-time code that they get. So when that person comes at 7 PM, because that's when they were scheduled to be there, they can't come back the next day with a bunch of their buddies and, you know, try to rip copper out of the house mm-hmm. or steal appliances. You know, that code is good for that period. And we know who they were and exactly when they got there. Uh, we have their ID to go along with it, which has gone through another set of security checks as well. So, so folks are, are, they, they put in enough information to know better than to start, you know, it'd yeah. be like you going, going to a grocery store, giving them your ID and then pulling out a gun and asking for all the money in the cash register. <laughs> like, just, you just keep my ID. I'm going to take the cash. Yeah. You know, you'd be, you'd be relatively easy to track down at that point. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I think so. And I think, uh, I think one of the points that you, you made, if they're going to be malicious, they're going to get in. And I think that's something that we've seen. Um, if yep. someone's going to be malicious, you're right. They're not going through this. No. If they're maliciously getting into a home, They'll get in no matter what safety precautions you put in place. That's right. We, we've had we've had doors with bars bolting them shut. <laughs> they've kicked in, yep. and like it's, it's if they want to get in, there's not there's no there's no having a person there or any other kind of lockbox or concern. Oh, I'll, we'll right. keep them out. We'll, oh yeah. <laughs> No, you won't. There's yeah, no, there's no won't. software it's company no in the risk. world that's gonna prevent a foot going through a door, right? Like <laughs> just not gonna. They'll they'll get in if they need to. But the people yep. that are using a lockbox, you're right. They're they're much less likely to to do anything malicious. And you're, yep. I think you're correct when it comes to um the honest mistakes. I mean, what what have we seen? I mean, have we had 
in the entire time that we've used Tenant Turner? What what is our? You know, typically what you're going to see is you're going to back to James' point. You're going to see a, a light or two left on yeah. a yeah. thermostat bumped one direction or another. Yeah. You know, but but as property managers, we're still building that that time into where we have technicians going out and checking vacancies every every several days yep. just to make sure that stuff's kind of put back in check yep. make mm-hmm. sure all the do- doors are secured yeah and, you know yep. all that sort of thing so and, and, and it's good it is good there. to hear that too because it's it, it's one of those things like some some property managers what they think this is and just like in everything in our lives right there's no silver bullet like you, you can't put the lockbox <laughs> on the place leave the property you know sitting vacant for two months and not ever go check on it and yeah. expect everything's going to be perfect fine you know it's it was it cleaned is. last time i was here three three months ago yeah exactly it's like there's footprints it's, in here yeah there's footprints. What, is, what is this you know this light is on somebody used the bathroom it's it's you know well i view, it, I view it like putting lawn it's something as simple as putting lawns on rotation you yeah. have to put your property yeah. on rotation yep. otherwise i mean when you come back you can't expect it to look exactly like it was yeah, exactly so, i mean i can't exactly. tell you the, t- the right we get, yeah we'll get storms here and I mean, we have red mud here in Birmingham. Every the mud here, if you step into a mud puddle, your shoes are going to leave red footprints for <laughs> I don't know a day. No matter what you do, <laughs> we'll have people go in. Well, this was clean a little while ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's, when's the last time you're here? Well, it's been a minute. <laughs> Make sure those floors Things are happened clean. since then and now. Yeah. My old property management company before before we used you guys, they, they had people come in here. They cleaned it. They cleaned it three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> were, they, were they showing it? Yeah, I guess. So I know we touched on a little bit on the consumer experience uh, as far as contacting, screening, all that, getting the code. So yep. what does it look like consumer experience wise on the on the backside? So they've done the showing. What are they able to give feedback and just want our listeners yep. to fully understand the full circle? Yeah, that's that's a good question. So uh, after somebody's viewed a property, you know, whether with an agent or in this case, a self self showing, um, we will text them and email them a request for feedback. Um, And that's also an opportunity where um, if there is anything that that has happened to the property, or there's something that needs to be done to the property, you'll often see that feedback collected uh, from the prospective tenants. Um, Mm -hmm. And I really like the way that we collect the feedback. It's all done via text message. Um, and what we've been able to do is we get them to rate the property first. Um, and it's a very simple tactic. You get them to reply with one through five. So that way it's a one character response, which begins the engagement. And then we follow up with a subsequent question asking for more details about, about the property and what they liked or didn't like. So that's where they can start to open up a little bit more and they can provide feedback. You know, like talked about with the, the yard, yard maintenance and things like that. That's, that's a lot of the feedback we get because you know somebody will put a lockbox on a property and then maybe uh, the yard hasn't been kept up because somebody hasn't gone there and not as proactive as you guys are. And you'll see that in feedback. I like the house, but the yard's a mess. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you'll, you'll see different things in there that, that are, are helpful to help negotiate a price drop. You know, yeah. I like the home, but it's too expensive for this area. Or you'll really start to see very consistent things like, you know, the bedrooms are too small, the bedrooms are too small. Right. And that will help, you know, help negotiate that price drop because you'll have not just what you guys as the managers are saying about the property, but you'll actually have the voice of, of the market who's saying mm-hmm. yes. The bedrooms are too small. It's priced too high for this area. Yeah, because on, on the flip that. side, you have a you have a client asking our leasing staff, yeah, "Hey, why, why is this property it? not leased yet?" Yep. 
and it's relying on that feedback. And what we found going from agent accompanied showings to self showings with you guys is we actually saw an increase in feedback. So yeah. I think it's taking down the barrier. They're not having to say one on one in any type of confrontation for somebody yeah. that's uncomfortable with that. They're being able to just do it, do it by text. People don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Uh, I mean, oh, it was it was a well, great house. How many times do. have you been to your friend's house and you know, sing, <laughs> hey, what do you think about this cool thing that I built? <laughs> Looks great, man. It's <laughs> awesome, dude. You did good. Yeah. Hey, I remodeled my kitchen. I did my did it myself. What do you think? <laughs> Looks like you did it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You did a very satisfactory job. Oh, yeah, not, that's a thing there. Yeah. That's uh that sure is a color. Mustard yeah, green. It's a color. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a, we, we've seen that too. It's uh yeah, mustard green. That's old mustard, I think, yeah. right there. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's expired. <laughs> um, Chartreuse almost. <laughs> but yeah, we've we've seen that with folks too. It's it, it's the the old adage of nobody wants to tell you your baby's ugly, right? So right. you know, you show them the property and they're like, Yeah, it's it's good. You know, they might have a little bit of feedback here and there, but not not constructive for the mm -hmm. most part. Um, and that's why you can take that that personal barrier down and you can just allow them to text it, which everybody's so comfortable with these days anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah, yeah, it's not an issue for them to candidly vent a little bit through yeah. some of those feedback requests. But from from our perspective, from the management company's perspective, that's what that's what you want to hear. You want to hear some of that that candid feedback about the property. So that way if it is priced too high or that that, you know, you told the you told the the owner like you need to paint. Like this color yeah. is is, right. is is hideous and it's gonna it's gonna impact our ability to get at least and like whatever it's fine let's just put it on the market then you get six pieces of feedback like that that uh you know that mustard green that's got to go you know <laughs> well no I, I recently like just very recently had a client and I don't do leasing that's not my role but I had a had a homeowner contact me again it was like I don't understand why I'm not why my property's been on the market for so long and I was like well I mean what what is the feedback set luckily. And again, another thing that Tenant Turner has is like, I can go back. I can look back at all the feedback yep. for months. And there was, they, their backyard had chicken wire uh, wrapped around their fence, like on the bottom section. And I know it was because they had a small dog at one point, but yep. like, I told her that from the very beginning, like, you're going to have to take this down. This is going to be horrible. When I was taking the property and it's like, this is not going to work. Yeah. People yeah. are going to not like this. It looks bad out here. The yard's fine. The back porch is fine. But once you, and the fence is nice, the, the wood part of the fence, yeah. but that chicken wire looks sloppy. Yeah. Now I'm not taking it down. People will rent it anyways. And there were, and like, she also wasn't checking her email. I was like, have you been getting your tenant Turner reports every week? Yeah. Uh, well, we've got them set up for every Sunday. No. <laughs> yes, you have been. I can see where they've all been sent. Have you yeah. read them? Well, I saw how many showings that I had. I've got plenty of showings. Why isn't it renting? Did you read the feedback? It's right down yeah, there. Do you see right. like three months worth of this chicken wire looks really bad. I'm not paying yep. $1,200 for well, a house. I, and that's and chicken I can wire tell you, you know, yep. we have foreign investors or investors from out of area and they don't have eyes on property or close proximity mm -hmm. to property. I mean, those reports are invaluable. That's mm -hmm. what they rely on. They love it. They, they do converse with our staff. But it's always in conjunction with the reports. Yeah, they receive yep. the reports in advance. Then we have a chance to discuss and go through those res uh, the results from the report yep. and feedback. Yep. So you try to that's good to hear. I mean, and, and that's really what the what the goal is. It's you know, it's it's a way for us to collect data from the prospective tenants in in a way that that gets us enough data to to 
be actionable in enough detail to, to have a conversation. And then it's really meant to be, it's a conversation starter between the leasing agent and property manager and the owner and say, okay, it, it's still on the market. What can we do? Drop the yeah. price, remove the chicken wire, paint the room because there's, you know, for the ones for the properties that are going to move quick, they're going to move quick. And that's great. You know, the feedback there is it's a nice to have. Uh, but for those ones that are sitting on there, it's, you, you have to have it. You have to be able to have an intelligent conversation about it and be able to take action that both parties can agree to. Well, we find it's helpful is we're taking a tool like what you guys are providing and we're balancing it out because there's always that that balance of marketing the property, getting at least quickly, but then yep. finding a qualified renter actually yeah. to enter into a lease agreement with, because it's easy. I, I say this all the time. We could put a body in there. No problem. That's just not <laughs> yep. who we are Yeah, yep. uh, because that leads to bigger problems and, and yep. more out-of-pocket expenses for our owners. Yep. And uh, we're just not going to do that. But at the same time, we're able to fully roll out our, our criteria for our screening and then mm-hmm. balance that against the feedback you guys are providing and a couple other providers. And yeah. we systematically approach that with, with the data and we just, yep. you know, bring it before the client and we work it out. So works really that, well. that was, that was one of the big things. Like when, when we started tenant Turner, we were very keen on was, was a quality tenant. It's like you said, you, you can, yeah. there, there, somebody will want to move in. And, and at the time for us as, as individual landlords trying to self-manage, we, we realized that we did not have the expertise to find a, a good, a good person because as you guys know, everybody's got a story. It's like, if, yeah. if, if you let yourself get sucked into it, you'd be like, Oh, that, that, <laughs> bankruptcy that wasn't really my bankruptcy it was a divorce situation and my whatever did this or that and you're like okay maybe i was married to it's got my name on it but it wasn't me you know yeah. people that are good at being like like just a hair of a con artist which my wife you know sometimes will accuse me of can talk you through <laughs> any mistake that oh, yeah. well i mean look i didn't pay for my car or my child support but there was a reason for that yeah. because of this and that and the other thing and i know i didn't pay my last rent for three years but yeah my, but favorites, there's a my favorites are the ones that can yeah. talk the good talk but when you get into background checks and they're in a current eviction <laughs> yes or they yeah. have a housing debt they've not satisfied or yep. you know you fill in the blank and yep. all that stuff comes to the top <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Those are always the interesting ones. It's like that they'll tell you one thing, but then you start looking into it and you're like, that what you're saying is that's not true. You you really just wasted your own time or they're just, they're just trying to get lucky. They're trying, they're trying to find an Avenue into a property that they want where someone isn't going to pre-qualify them, isn't going to security check them, isn't going to, you know, process an application. Well, it's it's funny because I've always, I've always wondered as a manager, I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years and it's like people when a, when they come in, they push, push, push. It's like, okay, flag. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Still yeah. break check here. Make sure we yep. do all the background checks because there's something that's just not right. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that they come out of property management company, knowing that they're going to be screened and expecting yep. a different outcome. Usually what you see, unfortunately, is they'll victimize the for lease by owners. Yeah, exactly. Tell them the story. They'll get sucked into all yep. the circumstances. Oh, man, that's so terrible. Come on, move in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they get you. I mean, yes, like you said, it's a little I bit know, of a con artist, right? You know, yeah. it's exactly what it is. I yeah. mean, that's that's what's happening in, in a lot of cases. Like uh, our leasing manager will tell me, I'll hear him, you know, at least once a week be like, 
I asked her point blank, have you ever had an eviction? She said, no, here it is. Oh, no, I, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. No, I, no. And then, you, Never. then their return is, oh, I've been living with family for the last two years. Oh, okay. I have an eviction from six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've got one I've been living with family. I've yeah. been living with family. I, I mean, I guess they evicted me. I wouldn't. <laughs> I hadn't been paying them for a year. But yeah, that's yeah. that's how that goes. Yeah. yeah. So nobody I, picked me up and threw me out of it. You know, I, I mentioned earlier, you guys were the rock stars in the PM community because I've we've had yeah. this conversation a thousand times. We implemented yeah. with you in, in 19. Yeah. Uh, fully for self showing. Yeah, We've self-showing. been with you for a lot longer than that, doing doing different things, but other than the self showing. But we went self showing live last year. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, we didn't miss a beat. As a matter yeah. of fact, it just accelerated. And we haven't even talked about COVID, but that's what I we're was going to say. Here. If you were looking at our, <laughs> looking at our sign uh, outside of our building, we advertise that we, we do self showing yeah. into our properties. Oh, because nice. that's, you know, I mean, anybody that's concerned about, you know, social distancing and mm-hmm. making yep. sure how's that going to work with the showing. We just take that off the off the table when they know they've yep. got the self showing. There the are way. still PMs that that aren't doing the self showing. Oh, there are large There's, PMs. I yes, there are. Earlier today, that are yes, figuring there out how they are. And I was like, what are you? They're I was on the same panel. Tenant. I was on yeah. the same panel, and Tenant I'm like, company. I don't how are, I don't know how you're trying to do this when if you're trying to yeah. self, if you're trying to social distance, uh, self showing is. It's the hands down best way because right. even, okay, let's take self-showings out. Like let's say I'm trying to do the best job I possibly can to, to social distance while I'm going to go show this property to someone. I'm going to go at minimum, you have to go open the door yep. and let someone in. Okay. So that person is going to sit in their car, wait for you to open the door. And then you're going to back up six feet. You're trying to be friendly because leasing <laughs> agents, and let's be real. Well, the leasing agents is. are friendly. Being serious for a minute. I mean, the argument is, is that you can answer questions about yeah. the property they might have at the time. You might have a, a ready answer for them. But the reality of it is, is what you see is you see a, a, a leasing or salesperson, mm-hmm. you know, one and the same is they're trying to talk the, the applicant into leasing that property. Yeah. Yeah. And the reality of it is, in our current situation with housing, is there's Overall, I mean, across the country, there's a shortage of rental property. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's not like you have an abundance of supply to where you're really having to talk to convince the person them, into yeah. and convince them. Yep. They know before they ever get there, are they truly interested in the property? Yeah. If, they've, if they've spent the time to go ahead and look at the property and commit to that much time, they're interested in it. And yep. it would have to be something with the property that really just doesn't jive with them and they're going to make a decision yeah. elsewhere. Jonathan, can you get that? Maybe it's my next ideal tenant. No, it's just the mail carrier. It looks like your sign isn't working. Yeah, I guess I need to check our preferred partner, rentals.com. You know they take the hassle out of finding tenants. How do they do that? Well, you can target thousands of renters looking in your area with your listing. Plus, you get free services like online applications and tenant screening. Oh, great. Let's sign up now. Then we can go to the game. War Eagle, Brian. I'm rolling with the tide. But let's head to rentals.com today where you can find out and screen your ideal tenants in no time. Can, can we talk about, and, and Brian, you, you keep up with these uh, KPIs better than I do. Can we talk about, since we implemented in 2019, the, the full tenant turner self-showing systems, what, what have we seen 
as far as benefits for our days on market and number of applicants that we have to turn down. Yeah, well, we did a couple different things. So, so we were on a, uh, you know, historically we did about five years of a pre-app process mm -hmm. and that was kind of why we were holding with you guys and not doing yep. this self-showing, if you remember, because we were yeah, actually trying to figure that. out how do we make our pre-app process still work and and honestly, that was put into place to not waste the applicant's time, not waste our time, not waste the homeowner's time. Yep. And uh, and what I mean by that is somebody shows up, say, hey, I want to see these five properties, show them to me. And if you didn't have a pre-app process, you could ask a couple questions, financial qualifiers, et cetera, and then go out and then come back. But at the end of the day, you run their background and you figure out they've got a 500 credit score. <laughs> And uh, they're driving a nice car and everything looks good, but they're just, they're just not there. Credit word, that's wise. So we did that. We did it successfully for five years. But what we saw with that, the side effect of that was the number of applications because you had a low entry point for the pre-app. But then we were running, oh my gosh, we were running 200, high of the summer per month. We were running 250 to 325 applications a month and, and starting that process. So what we did first is we took that pre-app process out and yep. we said, okay, we're going to, we're going to roll out self-showing at the same time. So there's a pre-screening qualification for you guys. And then if they go see the property and they like it, then they can apply, which is more traditional. But what we did is we dropped, basically we dropped about uh, anywhere from about 25 to 35%, depending on the month on the number of applications we're running. And that took all that, that's fluff off the top that really yep. weren't qualified. They were just applying because it cost yeah, a little for yeah, yep. the pre-app. And, and basically what else we've seen is we've seen a, a drop in the days on market. Yeah. Uh, we saw about a, so far we've seen an average of six to 10 days off our days on market drop by utilizing your guys' service. Yep. Yep. And then we're increasing the number of leases we're having per month. And that's, that's going up anywhere from uh, company-wide on average about four to seven properties per yeah. month, depending on the time of the month. Absolutely. So it, it definitely helps out. And I contribute that to the same discussion I said I heard yeah. earlier. It's like, Lisa least well, I'm booked at that time. Can you make it? You know? <laughs> it's, it's the availability. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. like this whole, this entire episode of the podcast, even if you get no, nothing else out of it, like availability. Show the properties when yep. someone can see it. Yeah. What a exactly. what a novel concept. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, we were late adopters, and I really, I, I, I tend to do that sometimes on big decisions like that because I think like I want to I want to see what happens with other NARPM operators that yep. I respect and know they have good solid operations, and if they roll out something like you guys when you first come out, and it's like, okay, this is a really good product. They've got their stuff in order, and here's what you can expect. Then they work through the pros and the cons of it, and then they're sharing me all the good information as they've you know troubleshot the whole system with you guys yeah. and figured out ways to improve things. And there's a lot of NARP vendors that do that, and yeah. uh, and I appreciate that. But uh, but anyways, we were we were kind of late. I'm glad we made the transition, obviously, especially when we um, did. Yeah, and you say we're late adopters. We're late adopters in comparison in to like yeah. in in some <laughs> cases to what yeah. we wish we would have done. But like realistically, like I said, there's still a lot of people out there that could that could benefit hugely from yeah, you guys. And some things, and, and I'll say because we're working with an AI company, uh, different right now, yeah. and mm -hmm. doing a, a rollout with them, and they're they're pretty friendly with you guys as well. So they're right. uh, you know they're filtering everything from lead generation to uh, maintenance work orders and everything in between through their system, um, through Tenant Turner through their system. And uh, so that we're kind of an early adopter on that because there's nobody in any of our 
marketplaces yeah. that's yep. doing that same thing with AI technology. So, and we're, you know, I'll be honest with you, as we've gone through that implementation phase with them, it's, we're probably about to get 30 days out from being really tweaked in, yeah. dialed in on it. I love our AI um, dog, Chesney. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to our Birmingham <laughs> site, for instance, our chat bot is one of my two labs. So oh, that's it, awesome. It, yeah, it pops his photo up and then we, Put some creative language in there. We've we we put some fun questions in there. He'll he'll tell you what his favorite treat is. What his favorite toy? <laughs> what his favorite toy is? Why he's there? Why he is our mascot? Because he's got nothing so, else better to do. It's just, it's just fun. He was available. You know? He was available. <laughs> he gets low pay. He's fed by dog food and treats. So it's just fun. I, I know that because uh, if I had my way, I'd have him in the office every day, and I have him in occasionally. But yeah, he's fun. It just brightens everybody's day. See, you you, you got it. You got to be there virtually, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, you know. Larson does it, and uh, Trent, Trent Ratliff's partner, yep. has actually a dog. I was about to say, do they have one? Yeah. Actually, Trent has business cards for, for their office. That's right. I've seen so. It. So, so speaking of Trent, we we had sent him a Tenet Turner shirt. We can send one for, for your dog, too. But he put he gave it to his dog. And so he, yeah. t- <laughs> he put this like this Tenet Turner shirt on the dog and uh, it was, took some pictures of it. It was funny. Nice. It was, it's pretty yeah. nice. Yeah, Dude, I could see Chesney in a tennis oh, shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get that tennis shirt for the shirt, dogs. Yeah, around. exactly. Yeah, he's about 85 pounds, so it's not a small shirt. It wouldn't be a small shirt. <laughs> it could, that, that small shirt could fit some of the girls here in the office, probably. Uh, probably. Yeah. probably. <laughs> so I did want to touch on, just kind of give our listeners a feel, James, of, you know, we, we did talk about where you started, and I kept coming back to that, but I kind of want to get a feel for like the number of companies, just roughly generalized numbers of number of companies you're kind of working with now uh if you have any idea of the number of doors that uh, you might have utilizing your system across the country because uh, yeah. i get i think it gives validity to a lot of your points in regards yeah, to sure. a lot of your your data coming backwards mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so as far as I we'll keep, keep the numbers relatively high level, but we are working with thousands of different property management companies across the U S and Canada. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's exciting for us. I mean, I remember in the early days we were, you know, kind of marking pins on a map, like as we entered into new markets and uh, you're international now. That's, that's right. That's hey, but as soon as we got our first Canadian <laughs> customer, that's right. It's like, Hey, we're international. Right, international. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was a, that was a nice feather in the cap. And uh so yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, you guys talked about you know being early adopters or not, and, and as you said, you, you you may not have adopted this as quickly as you would have liked, but you you guys are. You know, you you're still out there. You're not you're not on the bleeding edge. You know, and that's mm-hmm. where I think most companies should try to avoid because that's when bad things happen. You know, particularly yeah. big decisions like something yeah. like this. Um, so yeah, the, the the technology has gotten to the point where it's it's matured. Companies like you guys are on board. It's it's been vetted uh, by by lots of folks within the NARPM world and in in you know in tangential groups as well. Um, and you know, as far as we've gone, you know, we've we've processed you know over ten million uh, tenant leads through our system. Um, we have tens of thousands of lock boxes that have been deployed out again throughout all of those different customers. You know, and so we as technologists, we we enjoy early on you know, the first 10 lock boxes versus 10,000 lock boxes, because it's a, a period of rapid learning and stuff like that. But, you know, for, for you guys as, as the company, you may not want to, you know, 
go on that journey <laughs> with, with these <laughs> with these you know software solution providers. Uh, but at this point, yeah, it's 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 a well-oiled machine, you know, in terms of the need for the lock boxes and being able to get them set up and shipped. That happens relatively quickly, even in context of this COVID world that we live in, and things can be a delayed a day or two from a ship. Well, I know for our operation, because we have five operations and yep. for us to order boxes from you guys and it's like, Hey, can you assign these 20 to this branch location? Yep. And you guys code it for that and set it up and ship them out direct for us. I mean, yep. that's a nice, a nice touch. And, yep. uh, and we appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Cause that, that is something that's very intentional. You know, we, we, particularly as we've grown and our customers have grown, you know, you guys, like you said, you're in multiple markets. Um, so it's not, it's not ideal to, to, for us to limit you guys on where we can send them and how they can be set up mm-hmm. or not set them up at all. So just to try to ease, uh, and that's something that we learned early on, just to try to ease the adoption of it. And, and the other thing is too, when everything ships to the right place and is pre-set up and configured correctly, it makes, makes the usage of it so much easier. You know, it makes your not team like, want to jump on it and deploy it and, and roll it out. So. Well, and even, exactly. even in the times that we've had to go and change dates for uh, time changes, come time on change or like, yeah. oh, a battery's gone dead. Or we got it. We yeah, just I some, do recommend the lithium battery. So we lithium ions. Be, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> but like even the times yeah. that I have had to go, because I've had to go and, and, and change a few things on some of them. It's very easy to operate as long as you yeah. have the correct codes. And you know what you're doing, which it doesn't take a long time to learn. I mean, I'll, yep. Tim, our maintenance coordinator, walked me through. It. He's like, "Do you know what the code is?" Yeah, I, I do, but I have no idea what I'm doing. I was just sent out to this property. Tell me, tell yep. me what I'm doing. Oh, press these buttons. You're done. Now change the date onto whatever today is. Yep. Done. Yeah. Is that and, it? And, and, yeah, that's it. I, go. Oh, yeah, wow. I think you guys know, like uh, our, our our support team. That, that's part of the reason why we were an ARPA affiliate of the year, and why a lot of people love Tensure is our support. We're, we're all U.S. based. Everybody's here in Virginia, always accessible within ten minutes for the most part. So if if you're sitting there like I don't know how to operate this box, you just chat with our team mm-hmm. or schedule a call or shoot us an email at support at tenantturner.com, and we can reply rapidly and move people mm-hmm. through the process. So you're not getting stuck. That's that's yeah. the ultimate. You know the ultimate joy. Of, of good customer success and support is you don't want people feeling frustrated. You want them yeah. to be able to easily adopt that product to make their life easier. You don't want to give people a chore. If you're doing yeah. that, then you're doing something wrong. So, so we think we've, you know, we've iterated through it quite a bit and because we've been able to deploy as much of the lock boxes we have and have as many customers as we do, um, we feel really good about, you know, where the process is, but just in our nature, we're always looking to improve, always looking to iterate and make things better. Um, you know, an example that you, you mentioned, kind of like the batteries, you know, mm-hmm. when we first started working with code boxes, we had the alkaline batteries. And, you know, one of the iterations we made was to switch to the lithium ions because they last longer. Late last year, we introduced a, a new lockbox, Century Lock lock boxes. It comes at a higher price, but it comes with a, a much longer warranty and, um, you know, longer battery life. And so now we're trying to give people options that fit their budget right. and their and their needs. So that's, that's kind of the evolution that we're trying to, you know, yeah, and it's not always just the cold weather because when it gets cold here, it's not that cold by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I can't but it got cold, down to 30. But we did find it cold <laughs> enough to affect the batteries. We found yep. the lithium ions were better. And the same yep. thing on the flip side, the heat kills it because we yep. do yep. have a lot of heat here. And you so fluctuations. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. So that definitely helped. You know, one of the things we didn't really touch on, and, and I think we're pretty close to final thoughts, but I'm going to throw this out there before we get there. You know, we talked about applicants viewing properties, but the other piece that this box is very useful for is the ability for our vendors to access yeah. the properties while they're vacant, performing turns, that yep. sort of thing, and being that's able to really track those vendors in and out. And that's a yep. huge component for us. That's, that's a huge point that I, I wouldn't even, I'm glad you uh, that. Realtor I, I showings, even, you can still yep. uh, do the realtor showings through the code yep. box. They have a unique code being issued out to them. So well, even even when, if someone can't get into it, if let's say it is a vendor and he's having trouble getting into it, well, I can't figure out what, like we can assign, we can text them. I can open up the, the portal, the, the tenant turner portal, and I can be like, hey, what is your cell phone number? Boom. Yep. Hey, you have a code right now in your hands. Use that. Yep. Okay, cool. I'm in. That's excellent. <laughs> Magic. I've, yeah. I've done that. I have done that a handful of times, and it's not even yep. like a system that I'm in often. That's, I, yeah. I plug them into AppFolio and let someone else handle a lot of yep. stuff. Yeah, and outside of that, it does the same functionality. So it's allowing, alerting your PM team as to who's in mm -hmm. the property, yep. when they're in the property. And uh, it's just really, really nice. It's only, you know, besides being there, watching the property yeah. and being with the contractor, yeah. being with the applicant, it's just such a nice thing to be able to be back doing your job and know that yep. hey, we've got somebody in this property right now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's great. You get those real-time alerts. And, and it's another thing, too. It, it, it kind of creates those checks and balances and normal relationships that you might have. You know, the painter can't say, yeah, I arrived at, you know, 9 a.m. We see you didn't get a code until 11.15, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it helps It helps keep everybody honest, you know, helps yeah. keep everybody informed. Don't bill me um, for those two hours you sat out in your truck and did your office work, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm paying for my paint job, not the ones that you need to <laughs> start billing people for yeah exactly so well, yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot of aspects of this that, i mean if you wouldn't have brought up the vendor section i would have completely glossed yeah. over it because i think the it's such a in concept it's a way to get someone in the property and know who's there yeah. when okay yep. as simple as that concept is as simple as the overview ten thousand square foot view is like what like there's so many applications of that yeah. That, that, I just, I mean, I completely took for granted an entire half of what we use these lock boxes <laughs> for. Yep. I mean, it's, yep. it's half of what we use. And like, I, I just take it for granted because it's, yeah, it's there. Tina Turner's got it covered. It's I, there. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, Done. exactly. And, and, and our goal with that too, we just, we want to keep it, you know, simple and, and, yeah. and just, we want to keep the, the user experience clean and crisp and make it easy for everybody, you know, and, and, and the vendor access is a great example of that because they, they're not, you know, maybe they don't use tenant Turner every day, you know, maybe they don't use it every month. This is maybe the first time they've accessed one of your properties. And so it was important for us to keep that like in a text message based you know, way versus them having to download an app or use some third party or call into some call center. You know, they can talk to you and you can send them a message. They can be added as an authorized contact and get a code as they need it. But the security piece is always there. The notification piece is always there. It just makes sure that, you know, they can access as they need to without coming and bothering you guys, checking yeah. out a key, not returning it, telling you that they arrived at a time when they didn't actually get there yet. Um, so it does. It keeps keeps everything nice from the prospective tenant to realtors to vendors and whoever needs to home get access. How about that? Yeah, home inspectors. That, yep. that's, one of the, that's one of those that we've run into a lot recently is uh, 
investors selling their homes through appraisers through, and an appraisers coming in there. Yep. And, and so we've got an investor selling a home on say roof stock or some, some form like that. And then they've got to get an inspector in there. How, how am I going to get the inspector's got to come to your office and grab the key. Cause it's not our inspector. It's not anybody. Yeah. It's not any of our vendors. No, there's a light box. Just yep. go do it. It's safe. Go do it. Exactly. You're, you're fine. Well, it'll text it to you. You're good. Yep. You're in. Yep. You, you got get. a phone? Absolutely. That's, Done. You're in, man. Yeah, exactly. It makes so much of that that easier. Um, yeah. And I think we are, I think we are kind of two final thoughts because that's what we're kind of boiling down to at this point. Brian, I'm going to let you go first because uh, I think it's your turn to go first. Is it my turn to go first? It is. Wow. It's nice that you guys do that. You take turns. That's I know. Nice. We don't keep track of it like I should. I mean, because you got like a little because, tally mark over there. Well, it's, it's like, when did we record this episode and when did uh, we publish this episode? Sometimes they get flippity flop, but there's like a middle tick that I have in my head. Who's going to go first? Yep. Next. Whose turn is it? Nice. That's very yeah, fair. I, so I, I think I'm just going to kind of recap some of my thought processes just very briefly. But I think, you know, we had pre-COVID-19 uh, property management workflows. And now we have, obviously, COVID-19 protocol. And uh, and once again, this is just a, a key piece of uh, any successful property management and leasing team to have this type of technology deployed. And, uh, and really, this it's just been a really great add to. It's a lead off point for, for Jonathan now, business development, or any of us doing business development and securing new clients. And we've seen a mix. I know personally, we, within our firm over the last five years, we've seen a mix of, um, I mean, we have some small REIT clients, we have funds, we have individual investors that may have 10 or 20 properties with us. And then we have the, the accidental landlords with one, maybe two properties with us. Uh, that are just kind of getting started. And our audience is kind of a mixture of all of those things. And it is. Point. But I would say that, you know, this has been just not miss a beat. It's an opportunity for us to push this particular service out there to uh, prospective tenants and, and take away any apprehension they have about occupied. You know, we don't do it with the occupied showings, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But accompanied showings not being uncomfortable and uh, combining that with some of the other protocol we've put into place. You know, a lot of property managers are actually using that that same protocol as we gather together, mastermind, and come up with best practices that are working well for everybody. And uh, and that's what I love about the community. It's such a great yeah. and caring community and sharing. And uh, and ultimately, I, I, James, I just wanted to say thank you. You guys have always been consistent with us, even though we've been doing the self-showing part since 19. I think we came online with you guys probably in 17-ish, Yeah, uh, maybe right. fall of 17. And uh, I mean, you guys have been top-notch all the way. Customer service is on point. And, uh, you know, any, any of our staff member in any location has an issue, they just reach out to you and, and uh, get it handled. So I appreciate that very much. Absolutely, Brian. It's always been a pleasure to work with you guys. James, I'm going to let you... Um, it's not so much final thoughts. I mean, it can be final thoughts, but I mean, is there any imparting words that you want to give to any of our listeners just to, you know, for, for assurances or just, you know, just a last parting, uh, how they can reach you or, yeah. you know, just what, what, whatever, whatever you want to impart on them. And I guess one, let me throw one question in there as well for you, James. Yeah. So some of our listeners may not be using property management partners and maybe uh-huh. self-managing like you guys did early on. Are they able to subscribe to your, your service. And, and uh, if so, we want to give you the opportunity to throw your contact information out there. And as always, they can reach us at podcast. Or whoever you want to take an incoming 
uh, email or contact. Yeah. Not necessarily yours. Yes. We've had people give me those. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if that was a yeah. great idea. <laughs> you may not want all those inquiries. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, so so I, I think uh, in terms of like some some parting thoughts, you know, I, I would like to touch on a little bit with with the COVID situation that we're in right now and what we've seen from from folks. And as I mentioned, Tenant Turner helps coordinate in person appointments and self access. And, and uh, it wasn't until March twentieth that we saw self-access showing surpass in-person oh, wow. showings in our platform. And, and if you if you look at like the graphs of it, the trend line for self-access is pretty steady. And what that tells me is that companies that were doing self-access really never saw a decline in their business. They weren't, you know, they were they already had a strong foundation to continue operations, business as usual as, as much as they could. And then the in-person showing just went off a cliff. You know, it was just it was it was nose diving on down and that tells me for the people who didn't have a plan they were not in a good position to continue to get their properties leased and so i recommend people think of this as a tool in your toolbox you know as as brian mentioned you guys you you did self showing starting in 2019 uh, you had used tenant turner for years before that you can ease into this we've worked with customers who you know start with one lockbox and say let's let's try this out let me find my footing with it that is a perfectly fine way to approach it. You have other customers who are switching from another platform or maybe have mentally already adopted the idea and do a big bang and say, I want, I want all the lock boxes all the time. This is what I'm gonna do. That's fine too, you know? So I just, you know, tell people, think it through, find what fits for you. And, you know, if you contact us, we'll help accommodate you however you see fit. If you, if you need one lock box, we can help you. If you need a hundred, or a thousand, we can help you too. So it's just a matter of what you feel comfortable with. And so something we, we did come up with, and I'll, I'll share with your listeners here, is just an overview uh, of self-access, just a quick two-minute overview video. Um, and you can find that at tenantturner.com slash show slash self dash showings. Um, bit of a mouthful, but tenantturner.com slash show slash self dash showings. Um, we'll make sure and we'll put that in the show notes at the bottom of the podcast perfect. as well. So that they can yeah, and that would be great. That that helps you whether you're a property management company and you need to get your, your owners on board. Sometimes just understanding a little bit more about it can be really helpful. And then we also, because we've heard the same same issue that you guys are, have brought up since the beginning of today's talk, is that sometimes there's the owners just aren't comfortable with it. You know, it's their house. It's their baby. They, br they brought their baby home to it and they don't want strangers, you know, walking through there. So we actually created a, a kit that you can find on that page. It's a, it's a four-page PDF that, that covers a lot of what we talked about today. And it's something that can then is intended to make everybody feel comfortable. Like we talked about, we've been doing this for a long time. We've processed a lot of people through it. And it's something that everybody should feel good about. So, so there's some resources out there. Uh, and then of course, if folks want to, to get in touch with us to learn more about Tenant Turner, can email us at sales at tenantturner.com. Uh, you can go to tenantturner.com, look at the information there. There's also the chat tool that our support team uses, our sales team uses as well. So we, we you know, we'd love to talk to people. We'd love to help however we can and be happy to share more information about this. Oh, thank you. Um, last but not least. Yeah, we, we like to Oreo it. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I just have to keep coming back to, and I know you guys are both being very gentle with your letting people ease in. And, and your, <laughs> I mean, like, I just keep coming back to it, though. Like, I feel like any 
any large scale version of property management, whether it's self self management management or or a big property management firm, anybody that's not using Tenant Turner, it's it's such a I hate to say it, but it's just it feels like such a no brainer yeah. to just just do it. The, the ease of it, the way that it integrates into our system and our software and our, just all of our policies. We have a policy for Tenant like I. We have a tenant term policy in place like that, that Brian. You, our, our slow adoption became a result of the pre-application I alluded to sure. earlier. And what it took for me to really move past that was actually for Sherry to join me when we went to broker owner. Mm. And we sat down with a couple of other PMs. I think it was Joel Elliott and uh, it might have been. I don't think it was Trent. I can't remember who else was with us. But anyways, oh, we're having lunch. And we're talking about self-showing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. It's Surprised serious. he's not in here somewhere. <laughs> I'll see him tomorrow. I'll see he'll him he'll run past. Yeah. You know, he runs a long way. I know he's in Atlanta. <laughs> we're in Birmingham. It's likely he'll just start running past the hills. Who knows? So but my wife was just drilling these questions to these guys and like good, bad, or otherwise. And, and we left there going, you need to go to self-showing. I don't yep. know why you've not done it already, <laughs> but you need to go to self-showing. So my call was to James. Hey, James, I need like a hundred boxes. <laughs> you help me out. So. That's right. Well, and, That's and covered, I, right? <laughs> and like, I just look at it and I, I can remember, like even, even our leasing agent was a little bit concerned about it at first. Like, I don't know if we should do that. I, and I'm like, yeah. I, when, I, when it was first introduced, the thought to me, like, yes, just yes. Why not? I mean, yeah, it, and the philosophy was it, it just seems from our so leasing manager because he's been with it. me for almost fifteen yeah. years. Yeah, and we had tried a different company when it, the technology first came out. We tried a couple boxes and we put them out on properties that were really out there far away. And one of them, yeah. there was just a, an issue where we had this one crazy applicant that kept accessing the property. Yeah, and it was like, let me measure this room. Let me measure this room. <laughs> let me see if the curtains. What kind of thing I could do yeah. with the curtains in this room? And it just left a bad taste in his mouth. And oh, yeah. we kind of tried it. It's like, nah, package them up, send them back, and work it out. So yep. we'll just keep doing what we're doing. But that was not tenant term. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And it was years right. ago. So, but uh, you know, to your to your point, a lot of the uh, the practices, technology, all that's grown through the years, yep. and, and feedback from from folks doing what we're doing. You know, working with you guys and uh, giving you some feedback and, and making those processes better. Yeah. Yep. And I, th- I think for us too, it's, it's, we, we have no incentive to let, you know, crazy person in your house. We are, there's no, we're not charging for showings. There's no incentive for us to do that. Also, it's like on our perspective, we, we want to err on the side of, uh, of if there's any indicator of some suspiciousness, some craziness, some badness, we're not going to let those people in. And that's why I think it's important for people to hear. It's like the, the reason we exist is, is to help streamline a process. And part of that is just naturally going to be security. And so we're going to make it easy, uh, but we're also going to make it secure. And we're not going to allow anything bad to happen to to folks, you know, their properties. Yeah. And we, you know, we recently took on an international client that actually had a prior company yeah. doing uh, or company yeah. joints mm-hmm. and they, they miss it. I mean, they didn't miss it without they didn't miss a beat and all oh, the, yep. all the changeover and uh, matter of fact, I mean, the results have spoken for themselves. We've been leasing properties like crazy. We leased so, what, four today? Uh, four in the last of theirs couple specifically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yep. yeah, a lot of, a lot of activity, great process. And uh, you have anything else you want to add? No, I just, uh, the, the unaccompanied self-showing, 
when you just put it in as simple of a terms as what if I'm not available? How does a potential <laughs> tenant see the house? Yep. They do. They just do. They go, they, they call do. a number yep. and they have a cell phone and they go in there and look at it. Yep. Okay. I don't even know what else I need to ask. <laughs> I mean, like that's enough. That's enough for me. And, and, and that I am much more on the sales side than operations side. So yep. like, like in my brain, that's the most important thing that we as property managers do at the start of taking yep. in a product. Yeah, we're just focused putting on a tenant in removing barriers. Yeah, it's just exactly. Barriers yep. to entry. We just and so I, I just look at it from a, like, how can I get a tenant in here faster than anyone? What, what are the things that stop me from being able to put a tenant in a property? A tenant being able to see a property. Yeah. Well, how do we let them do that? Let's, let's remove let that barrier. Let them go and look at it. Yep. Done. Yep. Done. <laughs> Whatever Excellent. they want, seven days a week, right? Christmas done. You can yeah, get, in there. Exactly. get in there. Get yourself a Go Christmas present it. property. They, yeah, they're on, they're they're on Hanukkah time. They don't care about it. Go. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> You're out seeing a movie, anyways. You saw Star Wars. Is that a Christmas movie? Don't they do? Don't uh, they always come out on Christmas? They, they, they yeah, don't. Yeah, just thinking about the whole, around the whole gift thing you just said. I'm like, man, if you forgot to buy your girlfriend or your wife present, rent them up. You could say, hey, let's go check out this new house. Let's go check out exactly. This is our future. All I think about is our future, sweetie. That's it. Sorry, I'm. Misplaced your gift when I was thinking about what we were going to miss. Just now that new, how that, how that all look decorated for the holidays. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about this for months. Yeah. You mad at me? Sales pitch right there. Then they, yeah, then they like punch in the number, like, look, I've even already got this set up and scheduled. I can get us in today. I had this pre planned. Exactly. Uh, Did it four minutes see, ago. Yeah. See? You know how much timing it takes? And hopefully their their wife, girlfriend, hasn't listened to this episode. Exactly. <laughs> well, James, it's uh, as always, and I can say because we're actually doing this on video, even mm-hmm. though we're going to do the uh, uh, the audio. The podcast will just podcast, be audio. But yeah. it's good to see you. Nobody gets good to, to see, see you my too, sir. mustache. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get to uh, hopefully we'll get to pull off the uh, the national convention down the media island in October. Hopefully that'll, I, I that'll feel happen. good about it. I do I'm, I'm an optimistic person, so I feel good about it. So uh, I hear, so hopefully I hear I'll see you guys there. Yeah, I, I feel good about it. We'll see. Yeah. We well, pres- um, appreciate your listeners, time. Uh, what, what, is our, what is our tagline, Brian? Oh, uh, you know what? I came up with, with I did come up with one. Oh, let's hear it. I was say, okay. Okay. Well, first of all, if you want to, if you want to contact Jonathan or I, you can uh, reach out to us. Uh, by email, podcast at ahiproperties.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I come up with is until next time, keep buying, keep learning, and keep earning. That's great. Ooh, you just got we have a finishing I want, I want that high five. <laughs> That's a good one. That's good. All yeah. right. Well, we'll be back next week. And that's great tagline. Oh, I'm excited. All right. Thank All you, right, James. Awesome. Thank you, guys. that note, let's take a moment to talk about one of our preferred partners, the RentPath Network. Cool. What all can they do for us? Well, RentPath is a whole family of digital solutions for the rental industry. ApartmentGuide.com, Rent.com, and Rentals.com. Plus, they help property management folks with their social media, their PPC, SEMs, online reviews and ratings, leads, leasing, community management, and absolutely a whole lot more. Wow, that is a lot. And you can be in front of more than 10 million renters every month and 120 million annually through RentPass' rapidly expanding online network. That's absolutely amazing. Let's show them all where to click. That's easy. 
Visit rentpath.com to learn more today. The songs Lobby Time, Retro Future Clean, and Rocket Power were created by Kevin McLeod of Incomputech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Visit creativecommons.org licenses by 3.0 on the web.